Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's hour number two of Oilers Now. We're having to go old school here. Uh, on our show, minor technical difficulties, so we're doing it back over the phone line. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Second hour of Oilers Now, we will hear uh, from John Shannon, our NHL insider, uh, and a man who... uh, once was Don Sherry's boss, uh, as well as Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Um, we'll tell you that uh, you can uh, guess from the show, receive gift certificates to Japanese Village, steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. Uh, you can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. And you can uh, also follow us on Twitter at Oilers Now. Me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott is at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. As we head off to a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. We are pleased to be joined by our headliner today for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. We welcome back to the show, John Shannon. Hi, John. How you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Not bad. Orders are twelve, five, and two through nineteen games. A uh, lot of lot of talk down south here yesterday, obviously about uh, uh, the Don Sherry situation, and uh, so that's part of the reason why you're on today. Of course, we have you on twice. <laughs> There's a, there was a little talk about it. In, there was a little talk about it in Toronto too. So. Yes, uh, it's amazing how that works. <laughs> um, so, on your uh, from your perspective. Uh, I'll make it quick here. Like from my end, I've only met Don a couple times. He's been very gracious, a very nice man. I got the sense that he's the type of person that cares about people. Uh, like that's the Don Sherry that I've met in person, and sometimes on air, maybe it's the grapes persona with all that bombast. 
but you've spent a lot more time with them than I have. So, you know, give me your perspective on all of this. Well, uh, I view Don as a friend. Uh, I still view Don as a friend today. Uh, I was uh, very unhappy with what he said Saturday night. Uh, and more importantly, there was enough people uh, across the country that were unhappy with what he said and, and felt hurt uh, that um, I, I don't think that uh, uh, I, I don't think anything short of an apology from Don would have helped anything else. And Don needed to apologize. And if he chose not to apologize, I don't think that uh, uh, the people in power had any choice. Yeah. Based on what he has said for years. The problem, Bob, is that um, you and I, uh, he wasn't talking to us. He wasn't talking to us. And unfortunately, when you have a a platform as large as two million people that watched on Saturday night, you have to make sure that you uh, uh, you're inclusive rather than exclusive. Uh, yes. Uh, you still there? Do we have you? No, I'm here. I'm just. I just stopped. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting because Don. Don has. Uh, he's had some outdated views for a while. Even in terms of, you know, he's been fiercely defensive of specifically Canadian players, uh, which many would applaud. But I think we now know that there's character players from every part of the world in hockey. Uh, he's been fiercely defensive of the forces, which I think a lot of us uh, do appreciate. Um, I think we'd all agree uh, that, you know, we wish maybe there was some different, a different approach taken. You know what I mean? I mean, it's simple, right? If he'd, if he'd sat there and said, I think it'd be great if everybody went out there and purchased poppies. Was the message delivered the same way? And he's probably not dealing with any of this. But, you know, a couple weeks ago, we was it two weeks ago, Obama made a comment like, we got to get, we got to be careful out there. There's a lot of virtue signaling going on, John, and uh, there's a lot of sanctimonious approaches to... Anybody that says anything that's, I mean, this this was offside, but halfway offside. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the other part of it and the other end of it that's occurred here, right? Like, it's, um, and, and again, he, sh- he, should, he shouldn't have said it the way he said it. Absolutely. Should we be that surprised based on the track record over the last several years? I don't know about, I, I don't know about that. I, I don't want to... Uh, have any opinion on that simply because it, you know Don Cherry uh, is first and foremost an entertainer um, and not a political pundit uh, and that's the problem is that he's been enabled to become a, a political pundit if he sat and talked about hockey every Saturday night we would not be having this issue uh, and so he's been enabled to do this uh, rightly or wrongly um, there are many times over the years that Don has done magnificent non-hockey stories, uh, whether it be about uh, soldiers, whether it be about policemen, whether it be about uh, towns that are having issues and, and people that are having issues. Uh, 
uh, and supporting families going through medical crises. Uh, but um, we, he has been allowed to go outside of those uh, uh, outside of those realms. You know, I, I I teach twice a week, Bob. I know you know that. And and what I try to teach my students in broadcasting is to stay in your lane. Um, and what Don did on Saturday night wasn't he didn't stay in his lane, uh, but he has been allowed not to stay in his lane many times. And that, to me, is a bigger, that's, that's almost as big enough issue as the cherry comments themselves. You should see our text line right now on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Like, it's all over the map. You know, like, we've got people, sure. it's reprehensible. He needs, you know, he should have been blown out of that platform years ago. And others are saying he's patriotic and he spoke from the heart. Um, how many times? Well, so listen, how he's very hit? patriotic. He's very patriotic. Yeah. He, loves our, he loves our country. Um, you know, the, it, it, do I believe Don Cherry's a racist? No. Uh, well, I know he's not a racist. Um, but what he said was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, it's it's tricky. And I, I'm just we're I'm just getting a little bit of a delay here. So if anybody, uh, we're trying not to talk each other during over each other during the segment. John Shannon joining us or NHL Insider. How long were you his boss for, John? Uh, in and out, probably close to 10 years, but most con uh, seven consecutive years in the 90s and 2000. How often did you have to talk to him about, you know, journalistic approach or how did you have to rein him in? And, and do you buy do you buy my limited experience with him where I said when you meet him, he's he's very gracious and a nice man. And that's Don Sherry. And then on air, he's bombastic. And that's grapes. Do you buy that sort of perspective? No, he's the same guy on the air as he is off. Is he? Okay. okay. <laughs> well, you would know better than uh, me. So, uh, and I, I, I view him as a dear friend. Um, yeah. And we've talked. We've talked a couple of times in the last thirty-six hours. Uh, um, so, what I what I told him uh, when I first called him was, Don, I don't necessarily necessarily agree with you, but I'll I'll fight for your right to have an opinion. The, the problem is, is that. When your opinion becomes hurtful, hurtful to uh, millions of people, then there needs to be something done about it. And we, we all make mistakes, Bob. Don made a mistake, and you you have to you have to apologize for it. And if Don, by choosing not to apologize for it, and Don has said that publicly, he chose not to apologize. Um, then. Uh, I, I think that um, I think there was no choice. Yeah, I mean we've had some people draw the comparables to Justin Trudeau's numerous appearances in uh, various different blackface scandals, right? And but he apologized, and because there's a liberal figure, because Cherry's obviously seen as more of a, a conservative figure, and it's it's an interesting dichotomy to say the least. Uh, we're joined by NHL insider uh, John Shannon. Who, and just to clarify, uh, John, because we're getting people texting, well, you know, John works for Sportsnet, so of course he's going to take sport. We're getting texts coming in saying that. You are currently a, we use the term NHL insider, you are a free agent, is that right? I do not work for Sportsnet or Rogers. There we go. That's an important clarification that we uh, uh, need to make. Let me ask you this. You, you mentioned you teach. Are you different now than when you were producing in the truck uh, and, you know, senior producer for Hawking? 
Because <laughs> I know, I know the answer to this. How different are you today in terms in terms of how you approach and um, you know the sort of fire that you bring uh, today as opposed to maybe 25 years ago, John? Oh, I'm probably a little milder, Bob, but I'm not completely mild. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm passionate about our sport. I'm passionate about our uh, about the broadcast business. Yeah. Uh, I want to do it right. Uh, I believe in doing it properly, and I des- uh, and I think people need to uh, find a way to be fair in discussion and understand all angles before they make an opinion. Do you think there's a little bit too much virtue uh, signaling going on out there right now in our society? Wow. I thought this was a hockey show and I should stick to hockey. All right, I'm back to staying in the lane. This will be the final one for you. Well, actually, I'm going to ask you one more hockey-related after on, on okay. this. But do you think there is a, a, there's a lot out there, isn't there? Let's put it that way. Well, here's the thing. What's changed in all of the time, uh, particularly uh, in the last uh, decade, is that uh, the fans have uh, louder voices. Uh, technology has allowed fans to have a louder voice, and there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, in the old days, it was the we used to get the viewer, we used to get actual snail mail. We used to get letters that arrived seven days late. We used to get phone calls to the viewer complaint line, but that can happen instantaneously now. Uh, and 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 some of it's fair, and some of it isn't. And then the real challenge within any industry, and it's not just broadcasting, it's anybody that's in the public domain, you have to be able to sift through all of this to make any sense of it. Is what, is what the person's saying true? Is it real? Is it offensive? Uh, and where do you draw the line? The problem with this one is is that, uh, you know, this wasn't like five tweets that complained. Yeah. Uh, this was sponsors. This was... Uh, uh, phone calls to the standards uh, broadcast standards committee um and this was hundreds of thousands of canadians and, and i say the word canadians uh, with pride that disagreed with don yeah yeah and hey there's lots of things you can disagree with i mean he Let, let's remember you know, bob don would still be on the air t- on saturday if he apologized Don would still be on the air. Yep. And I look, everybody, I can make, everybody, every, everybody can make their own judgment based on that. But if Don he, Rogers felt strongly enough about Don that if he apologized, he would still have his position. Right. And again, I mean, one of the areas uh, we've seen a complete change of players over the last twenty to twenty-five years. Not all Canadian players have the most heart. Try telling the San Jose Sharks how much they miss Joe Pavelski's leadership. There's a great sure. American player, right? A lot of people in San Jose would say the organization should have prioritized signing uh, Joe Pavelski over Evander Kane, right? But there's those sort of perspectives that are out there right now. All right, here's one for you. So put your senior producer's hat on. Who would yeah. you replace Don Cherry with now that the sports, you know, Bart Yardsley and sports that have made a decision that they have? Who would you put, would, or would you change that show altogether? How would you handle that moving forward? I don't give away this advice for free, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to know what to do with the show, they can call me. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, (laughs) People are fired up right now on these texts. Uh, John, we're going to get you uh, because... Before, uh, because you weren't available on uh, Monday, uh, we had you on today. Uh, that we'll get to, we'll, we'll flip it and do more of an order-specific thing coming up. Uh, we'll get you on Thursday show instead of Wednesday if you're available and not teaching Thursday. Okay. That's fine. You should. Uh, you might want to listen to the next round of text. It's awesome. Let me tell you, all over the map. Hey, great stuff. Have a great day, Bob. Enjoy San Jose. We'll try to. It's 120 in Edmonton. Uh, again, we apologize for the minor technical difficulties. Uh, you can text us at 630, 630. There's a lot of it. Here we go. We'll get to it when we come back in orders now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. It's 123 in Edmonton. All right, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to uh, read. We've probably got about 600 texts that come in on our uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line. Brian from YYC texts the show to say, Bob, Don Cherry had a contract with his employer and apparently did not fulfill his part of the employee's requirement, his employee's uh, requirement for which he was terminated. Don wears, says Brian, his heart on the sleeve, and he's definitely pro-Canadian. Wherever he goes and whatever soapbox he's provided, he sometimes puts his foot uh, his mouth in gear before he fully engages his brain, says Brian out of Calgary. He's always been a proponent of the white Anglo-Saxon people in hockey world, though, never hesitating to point out feelings of French-Canadian, Swedish, Finnish, Russian, or other hockey players not from Canada. That text to us comes to us from Brian. That sentiment has been repeated numerous times by the texters over the uh, last uh, 30 minutes. By the way, we've received multiple texts saying, you guys shouldn't be talking about this. It's the, the biggest st- uh, story in hockey right now. But it's it's amazing. Um, it's amazing the perspective out there. Uh, another text out of Edmonton, in case anybody wanted another hot take on the Sherry uh, uh, situation, not only were his comments obviously divisive, but... He did it while fabricating a falsehood out of nowhere. Uh, And the texter goes on to say, I've never heard it as stereotype or a story or anything that immigrants don't wear poppies. And uh, the texter goes on to say that reinforces the alienation visible minority uh, immigrants have typically felt for years throughout the hockey world and by extension our mainstream Canadian society. Um, There we go. Nathan says, brutal interview, Bob. Uh, Well, thank you, Nathan, very much. Uh, You can text us at 630-630. Thanks, Nathan, for your positive energy to the show. Uh, Another text says, a vocal minority has a loud voice. Things like Twitter give these vocal people a platform. All I know, man, is what a time to be alive. That text comes to us at 6.30, Another text says, yes, Bob, way too much virtue signaling out there in society. Uh, the conservative voices are ignored. I, I got to tell you, I don't believe that conservative voices are ignored. In fact, I think historically speaking, conservative voices have been heard quite a bit in this country. More texts. I'm trying to play this down the middle here. Bob, I was not born in Canada, says an Edmonton texter. You know, we came to Canada to be Canadians. We did not try to force our old country's problems on Canada. Um, Bob, uh, the text goes on to say, 
I feel for you on this topic. Uh, you work for the orders. You feel you have to be politically correct. Bob, I loved your show years ago. Really? Okay. Another texter says, Bob, go stay in your lane. Well, it, it's a hockey show. It's a pretty significant story. Um... Uh, uh, a pretty significant story out there right now. Again, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. And I, is the split 50-50? Uh, I don't know. This texter says, I think the term hurtful that's being thrown out there for Don Cherry's comments are completely overblown. Are people really that frail? It's pathetic. Another text comes out there saying we've become a nation of fickle people. You throw Don Cherry under the bus and you call yourself righteous. Again, not everybody agrees on this issue. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. So, that's that. We've addressed the issue. John Shannon was the guy's boss. Interesting perspective from Don. And again, 85-year-old guy. He's got a track record of his perspectives on things. Uh, society has moved. He said what he said, and he refused to apologize, and it is what it is. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, I know we're not going to talk about the BYU Cougars. Actually, I sat next to a guy yesterday who uh, lives in Salt Lake and is from Calgary. He's admitted to being a Flames fan, but uh, was a big San Francisco 49ers fan that was at the game yesterday. It went to University of Utah, though, not BYU. Uh, San Francisco Ew. 49ers star defensive. One of their two star defensive players, Warner, is a BYU grad. But Eileen's coming up, and then we'll get an update from the farm and focus on the Bakersfield Condors for all of you that think we should stay in our lane when we return. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.